Welcome to May 9th edition of Red Cloud Research Roundup, hosted by Red Cloud Financial Services. This week from the Red Cloud Securities Research Team, mining analysts Kobe Kushner and Timothy Lee are here to discuss the major events of the week in their coverage universes. Kobe, kicking it off, what were last week's highlights? Thanks for the warm welcome. I'm Kobe Kushner, a mining analyst here at Red Cloud Securities. I'm happy to join today's episode of the Red Cloud Research Roundup podcast where we discussed some of the highlights over the past week. We kicked off the week with a new initiation report on E3 Metals Corp. This is ETMC on the venture, and we initiated coverage with a buy rating and a $7.50 target price. E3 is looking to turn Alberta into the next major lithium hub by tapping into the lithium-enriched brines within the province's oil fields, and they've developed the Direct Lithium Extraction, or DLE technology, to do so. Their Alberta Lithium project covers over 600,000 hectares of the prolific Leduc Aquifer. There's lots of benefits to working here. Alberta is no stranger to heavy industrial activity given its oil and gas history, and the province is supportive. They have provided grant money to E3 to help unlock its lithium resources. There's lots of overlap between lithium brine extraction and oil and gas, and so the regulatory framework and tax regime is quite straightforward. There's a skilled local workforce and plenty of existing infrastructure, including over 7,000 wells that have already been drilled on its project area. E3 was able to re-enter some of these wells and delineate 7 million tons of lithium carbonate equivalent. This is one of the biggest lithium resources in the world, but what's key here is that the resource is based on sampling from only a third of the property area, and existing data shows fairly consistent lithium grades throughout the aquifer. The fact that most of the property is covered by the aquifer and that a resource has yet to be delineated on two-thirds of it points to significant upside. Another reason we like the story is because their DLE approach is ESG-friendly. They're looking to use ion exchange to extract the lithium from brine. Laboratory pilot plant testing using E3's proprietary sorbent have returned recoveries up to 97%. Compared to traditional brines, we're looking at zero use of evaporation ponds, zero tailings because a lithium void brine would be re-injected back underground, and zero use of fresh water. The land footprint is only about 3% of the land use required for evaporation brines, so comparatively, environmental impact is much smaller. DLE also bodes well economically. Not only are recoveries higher, but E3 is able to obtain a concentrated lithium product in a matter of minutes as opposed to months, as is the case for evaporation. De-risking this technology is a major focus. They're looking to move pilot plant testing to the field this year. Finally, project economics are great. The PEA is based on the Clearwater prospect alone. Clearwater covers only 12% of the total land package, and the PEA used about 5% of the total 7 million ton resource to get a 20-year project life. It produced a post-tax NPV of $1.1 billion at lithium prices that are more than four times less than the current spot. This NPV is very much in line with other DLE players that have billion-dollar-plus market caps. For reference, E3's market cap is under $150 million, and so it trades at a fraction of its NPV. While these other projects are more advanced, we do see line of sight within the coming year for E3 to reach a similar level of advancement, and we expect its share price could re-rate accordingly. The company is targeting initial annual production of 20,000 tons of high-quality lithium hydroxide monohydrate by 2025 to 26. But given that the PEA used only 5% of the total resource, we think the real long-term prize is for E3 to scale up production and tap into the full potential of the aquifer. 
There's lots to like here. The jurisdiction, the large resource, the high recoveries with DLE, the strong green energy theme, and the robust project economics, even when using conservative lithium prices. The next company I'll touch on is Mountain Boy Minerals. That's MTB on the venture. And this is a Red Cloud Banking client. Mountain Boy holds a district scale position in British Columbia's prolific Golden Triangle with six active projects being advanced. This week, Mountain Boy provided an update on its flagship Telegraph project. The key takeaway here is that ongoing work in preparation of the upcoming field season continues to support the modern interpretation of a large-scale porphyry system that is yet to be uncovered. Over 80 core samples from historical drilling and 40 surface samples from the previous field program have been analyzed, nearly all of which carried anomalous copper and precious metal values. High palladium to platinum ratios have also been observed, which is consistent with other gold-copper porphyries in the district. Porphyry-style mineralization has been identified at multiple targets, notably a grab sample at one target returned 17.65% copper. We think Telegraph is a missed opportunity by prior operators. Historical work was conducted by over 50 companies, each working on a smaller portion of the now-consolidated Telegraph project. Mountain Boy is the first to systematically explore it as one large land package, which has led to new interpretations, and management believes that they may be on the cusp of identifying yet another large-scale porphyry in the Golden Triangle. Thanks, Kobe. Tim, handing it over to you, what happened this week? First, I would like to talk about Southern Silver Exploration. Southern Silver is a Red Cloud banking client and Red Cloud does own stock. We rate Southern Silver with a buy rating and an 80 cent target price. Southern Silver reported positive drilling results from its Cerro Las Minitas project in Durango State, Mexico. In particular, there were four holes testing the North Felsite target, which is located along the northeastern part of the Cerro, a hill that appears to represent the geologic source for the scarn and carbonate replacement deposits at this project. The four new holes all encountered mineralization, including a particularly high-grade interval of over 2,300 grams a ton silver equivalent over 1.2 meters. These high-grade results successfully demonstrate continuity and demonstrates that mineralization extends below previous drilling at North Fell site, which is entirely outside of the already large resource on the project. The company will conduct further drilling there this year. As well, the company is now conducting an initial drill program on its Oro project in New Mexico. There, the company is targeting copper molly porphyry and associated copper gold scarn mineralization. I would also like to mention chalice mining. Chalice has been a Red Cloud investment banking client. Chalice reported drilling results from its Julemar Nickel Copper Platinum Group Metals project in Western Australia. The results are from holes testing two areas, uh, the Gonneville deposit and the earlier stage Hartog exploration target located to the north. The holes at Gonneville tested the deposit at depth below the proposed pit shell that hosts the current sizable resource. These holes successfully encountered relatively high-grade mineralization, uh, extending the known mineralization at depth and potentially uh, extending the pit shell further. The holes at Hartog are the first at that target. They did encounter the right type of geology with some nickel, copper, and PGMs. While the drilling thus far has been limited to peripheral targets, uh, these are encouraging results that suggest they are in the right neighborhood to potentially make another discovery. The company is awaiting permits to drill within the heart of the 
geophysical and geochemical anomaly at Hartog. And that ends the segment this week. Join us next Monday for another edition of the Red Cloud Research Roundup. We ask that all listeners refer to redcloudsecurities.com for full disclosures. Thanks for listening.